All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Let's do it. Sam Gagne just tied a record with eight points in the game. This is Sam Gagne, and you're listening to the Real Life Podcast. Welcome into the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, Sam Gagne, for those of you listening through the intro, did have two points in his first game down in Bakersfield. Also, we put out the video clip of me throwing my hand in front of your mic from a couple episodes ago. It's very funny. Is it? Yeah, I think it's funny. Like oh, yeah, he what? called it being dadded. Yeah, I got dadded. He dadded. Like, I got yeah, dadded me. My, fuck, me. my dad used to reach over and grab the steering wheel all the when time. When you were doing a podcast? When like, you were driving? Yeah, thinking like I was driving off the road. Like, oh. Driving this is what you're triggering tyler so be careful i know but my driving with my dad stories so like my mom taught me how to drive because my dad more or less refused and i remember one time my mom was at home i was like dad can you take me to practice driving before my test whatever and we went to a parking lot i'd been driving on the road with my mom my dad let me go to a parking lot with him we drove in an empty parking lot for three minutes and he was just freaking up and like, you're gonna stop my nice. break. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go That's home, Dad. It's so funny you say that. I was driving to Men's League Hockey Game in the, in the River Creek parking lot. They got a lot of real estate there. Yeah. And I saw a guy standing there and he had set up pylons for the the child that they were he was teaching to yeah. drive to like parallel park and to like drive around. They had set up like a whole course. They were taking up a huge portion of this. It's actually pretty smart. Are you like excited to teach your kids how to drive? Or are you going to be like, no, not my job. I'm, I, you know, oh, no, no. I'm, I'm a nervous wreck and it's like 14 years. My old. dad doesn't let me drive anywhere. Like even if he's at well, my house. There's a pecking order in the Urim truck. I know, but like if we're at my house and like have to go somewhere, he'll like be like keys and like he'll yeah. drive the truck. Don't take your dad's manhood away from so, him. I, know. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it, but if, if I had to put it, something to it, it would be like I'm a nervous wreck around our cars, even though I know my wife is a great driver. Mm-hmm. If for some reason I can't park in the driveway that night and I'm parked, or I'm not, sorry, I'm not in the garage, I'm on the driveway, 
she leaves very early and I just worry about her noticing. So I will like literally put a sticky note on her steering wheel that says yeah. I'm parked on the driveway. You know what That's I mean? That's insane. So yeah, no, yeah, no, I know. But so I'm worried that I'm going to be like that with them and not give them the freedom to learn. Let them breathe. How did you bro. Go? Like I, I remember how I, the very first time I ever drove was my parents were out of town. My uh, cousin was taking care of me and my sister and my sister was 15 years old and I was 13 years old mm -hmm. and she was going to learn how to drive standard. And so we went out in her little, my, my cousin's little car and she was trying to teach my sister, but I was laughing in the back. I was an asshole, 13 <laughs> years old, making her nervous. And she just finally snapped and was like, you think you could do better? And I was like, yeah, I honestly do. And my cousin was like, like to, our credit, -faced. to our credit, this cousin also later on used to, you know, boot for us <laughs> so she good was cousin very, very cool mm -hmm. she was like let's give it a go 13 years old and so i stepped behind the wheel and i learned how to drive standard that day at 13 and i wasn't really that nervous to be honest with you it was actually well no not a thing no because you're excited you're kind of you're kind of excited but i didn't really understand the consequences of my actions yes yes, yes. at that point yeah so uh after that you know driving just I don't, I don't really remember fully like my first time behind the wheel at 14 with my dad when you had your learner's permit. I just remember that was a big deal. Um, did anybody here pass like their legit driver's license first time? Oh, yeah, so I did. Yeah, I did too. I did. Which like the, like the actual like driver's license? Like the actual 16-year-old yeah. driver's yeah. license. My, my dad took me to learn how to parallel park an hour before my exam. <laughs> you didn't do like it? Was Ramming. there driver's training or whatever? Never Ramming. done it. I did driver's school. Screw that. You had to. I thought you had to. No, you, you no. get a break on insurance if you do it. Yeah. Oh, I still remember the guy's name. I do not know why I remember the guy's name. Len Cuglietta. He picked me up in his car, and we went for a drive for an hour, like five times to get that driver credit. Yeah. And then you had to pass your test. I thought that was mandatory. That was not mandatory. Not mandatory, no. I remember yeah. in my driver's training class, like the first one where you have to go sit and like learn stuff, there were people in there who already had their licenses and were just in there trying to try to get, get demerits down. No, they were trying to get the insurance break. They were like, oh, oh it'll save I you. Like that you could, if you got demerits, you know, for like getting actually pulled over and you get three demerits oh, for like maybe. speed ticket. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think you could go to do like a driver training service. course yeah, there's something to like get that. some taken off. Knock them off. Yeah. Um, I used so, to run a bootleg keys, please, at Edmonton nightclubs, and I'd stand by the exit wearing a vest and this dress shirt, and people would say, drive home, and that's how I learned to drive. <laughs> was driving drunk people's cars home for them, yeah. then taking a taxi back to the nightclub with the money I just made. To I, to drive I was from a really small town, so we just always drove. Like that's I think fun. probably the first time I drove my dad's truck, I was probably 12. That's, and I, I love used that. to just take it all the time when he was at work. See, that's, that's good living. That small town. Were you born there. in the 50s? How, how old are you? Yeah. Did you, as a kid, did you ever used to have like really ridiculous thoughts of what you want to do when you were older? And you were like, what am I good at? What am I really good at? At one point, I was like, I'm really good at driving fast. Maybe I could be like a race car driver. I was like yeah. 16 years old, <laughs> not understanding how stupid that was. Why is that mm -hmm. stupid? Michael Andretti thought those thoughts. I thought because I was playing the show at that time. Usually you're driving go-karts at like nine prep like yeah. literally nascar yeah. drivers if you think about or you watch like a documentary of like a nascar driver they were the best go-kart driver at like 10 years old yeah. they yeah. talk about those stories on f1 all the time yeah it's like max verstappen and charles leclerc used to race each other when they were kids yeah i, I and i've never <laughs> seen i guess i don't know where they were, they had like go-kart like championship race courses like or like where tryouts does, yeah where does one go to kart like yeah. 
to like properly. Yeah, properly. Yeah, not like just going with your buddies or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, where do you go to train? That's you just a good get question. enough speeding tickets to police pull you over, but rather than a ticket, they hand you a pass, and then you're like promoted into being a race car driver. Yeah. That's a couple things that we did at the ages between of like eighteen to twenty two that we didn't that we would do once in a while. But we never did enough, and it was always fun. Things like go karting, paintballing. That shit was always paintballing fun. is fun. It's always it's fun. And, but you, ne- you, you, you never, you never do it. You Hurts do it too like much. once every three or four years. And every time you're like, why don't I do this all the time? Why don't I do? Why don't we? Why don't we come here all the time? I remember there was like that. We want paintball every day. You can't have cotton candy for every meal, for fuck's sake. No, wake up in the morning and paintball all day long. Like, there you go, another day paintball. There it is. Paintball was like that. Organize it. Let's go paintballing. Go pro. I would love to. There's that. There's that feeling when you when you're paintballing where you like, you're legit nervous. Yeah. Like you legit feel like you're in a war zone. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get shot. Yeah. I don't want to get yeah. shot. Yeah. Because yeah. no. it hurts. It's yeah. kind of exhilarating. It's exhilarating. Yeah. Yeah. And then when but you like, hit somebody, you feel like a sniper. Oh, especially up close. Oh. So when we when we were in Calgary for our kids hockey tournament, and I was thinking about this, it was we did the the downhill like go-karting that they have at Olympic Park now. They have these sleds. They're like, oh, oh I did that you, too. It's like the, it's like it's a luge. super cool, man. Yeah. Like, and like on the cart, the handlebars, if you push them way forward or way back, it's just like, it slows you down yeah. and it like breaks yeah. you. But if you keep them at the perfect spot, that's when you can get the most amount of speed. Yeah. It takes you about a quarter of the track to really get the hang of it. But like, after you get the hang of it, it's, you just start to think about the best lines. Yeah. You're like, how can I take this corner to get maximum speed? Yeah. And inevitably, you run into like a group of six or seven people, and then it's like... Jammed up. You're on the yellow head and can't pass people. Yeah. But it was fun. Those ones at West Ed are fun. Those rip. I haven't gone on those yet. What's what's at West Ed? The go-karts. I don't know if they're still there. It's by Galaxy Land, yeah. It's in the old West 49 or something. Yeah. yeah something Why like don't we do this more? Yeah. We should do... Speeders is also fun. Yeah. Speeders is great. I saw a video on Instagram where these two people were doing it, and the one person legit flipped over. Uh, that's actually kind of my concern. Like you're going somewhat fast. They should merge paintball and go karting. Yeah, <laughs> drive by. That's Mario Kart. Oh no, yeah, basically Mario Kart. Could yeah. you imagine if Disneyland? I, I've heard of some of the rides at Disneyland, and like the Star Wars one is they spent like six sixty million dollars or something on this Star Wars experience. Yeah. If you could legitimately have like a some Mario Kart style, get hit by a blue card and die. You can do Mario Karting in Tokyo. You can, but not with like weapons and shit. But you can drive around carts in downtown Tokyo. Oh, that's right, like on the streets. Yeah, yeah. How do we do this stuff more? It would be cool. Actually, Let's like, go to Tokyo, guys. Go to Tokyo. You get a high tech enough cart that like can sense. Like if you drive over a banana, that's maybe there. Like it spins you, slows a you. Virtual down. banana. Yeah, virtual banana. Mm. Maybe. Um, Beg how are you feeling? Wait, before that, today's podcast is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. We're going to share some memories that the two of you made last night, but there's only one thing better than sharing memories. It's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever your travel takes you, like to Roger's Place for a tool concert. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel. That's where you guys were last night? Red one, yeah. My brothers were there. Oh, you guys I, all I went together? I, yeah. went, I went and ran, I ran into Dean. Well, I ran into Diener? chair. Saw Diener. Nice. Yeah. I'm like, my, you like Tool? My older He's like, clearly you haven't been to my house. And I'm like, okay. My brother is very, very into music and very into like different types of music. And he loves Tool. That's the thing. And you my, only love Tool or you don't like My them? brother-in-law yeah. loves Tool. And so they went to this. My brother, my actual brother drove in from Calgary yesterday afternoon just to go to the concert. 
with my brother-in-law. And uh, great show. It yeah, was they said it was good. Oh, I'm Unreal. still reeling from it. Do you remember their one of their albums where they had like the last song? Remember when it was cool to like hide a song? Yeah, on Undertow. Yeah, they said, so, I think they've had on a few though. Yeah, and so like so. 14 minutes later, all of a sudden yeah. it's like this weird thing about like the carrots and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's uh, it Undertow. was so eerie. If you listen to it, like yeah, the maybe harvest after a hoot or two, <laughs> and it was a little dark in the room. That one became very scary. So, great. so you let her go on a on a Wednesday night, last Wednesday of the week. Well, you, you guys let it. her buck. Are you feeling it? I, well, is that why you're we're we're, we're with Uncle Carrie, and we were living hashtag red wine lifestyle. Oh, you guys, so, good wine too. And I was just like down the hatch, and then Carrie'd be like, "You need to top up," and I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> I guess you don't pair wine with your shows, huh? Doesn't seem like two would be the. We were drinking wine. Uh, the, the, the lead singer like owns a vineyard. So we were drinking, so we're drinking his, his wine. Especially brought uh, into yes. the concert so he could drink it. Yeah. And cheers Maynard with his own wine. No. Yeah. He was having a yeah. ceremony of his yeah. own. It was, oh, yeah. Uncle Carrie was in fine form. He was, so he was so excited. Yeah. We Which were, made uh, me even more excited. We were DMing at like 2 in the morning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that is good. How did you make it into work today? <laughs> I messaged him. Impressive. Was, and at 1130, they were still there. Like was it a late show? Uh they went they went on at like eight thirty. They were like just two solid hours. Yeah, two solid hours for sure. Two was funny because like if you were to ask if we all not the people that went to the concert, but if we had to name a tool song, I don't think I even could. I couldn't. Ask Wanya about it. I'm like Uncle Carrie's like, hey, do you want to come to this? One of my buddies can't come. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like there's people who really love Tool and they should have this chance. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. Like, come with us. All the boys are going. I'm like. Okay, so I'm like driving around doing stuff. I'm like, I know Tool. I'm driving I'm like that lead singer guy. He did the Facebook soundtrack. Trey Reznor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tool, nope. Tool, right? Nope. I know. So then I'm like, wait a minute. That's Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. So then I go to the show last night. I did not know one second of the music, but I kept thinking of Nine Inch Nails songs I'd like to hear throughout the entire concert. I'm like, maybe they'll play Closer to God. It's like, nope, that's also Nine Inch Nails. For some reason in my brain, Tool and Nine Inch Nails are on the same matrix. It's like music I don't necessarily listen to, but I respect how good they are, what they do. Yeah. And Tool, like their visuals, their visuals lasers, are insane. What the fuck? It was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah I want to go really see cool. him again. Like I just, I wanted, Ridiculous. I wanted more. I wanted more. So, do you know something I've seen on Instagram recently? Is videos keep popping up of bands that are really super famous, but these are videos from like. Their first shows at like a high school. I, like I saw one of Machine. Green Day. Rage Against the Machine yeah, is well, the one I saw. Zach De La Roca doesn't even come out. Yeah, man. And the Green Day one is so good because like everybody's not really paying attention, but they're legit. Like they're playing one of their like hits. Yeah, I don't bangers. know what it's called, but then the Rage Against the Machine. They're one doing Killing in the Name. It's killing in front the- of like five people, and you don't understand how absolutely musically fantastic that song yeah. is right off the mm-hmm. bat. The transitions that they have the way. It's amazing, and they're doing it for nobody yep. at an outside like venue. Yeah, it's really, really, yeah. So when you say, yeah, I think Nine Inch Nails and Tool, I mean, Venn diagram, they're right in the middle. Well, they're like very eccentric, gifted lead singers that aren't playing by society's rules. Like Maynard was not at front of the stage at all. It never is. He's above in a amazing. box. And there's what not else even has he done other than Tool? Like I, I don't know much about this He's guy. He's in that band, A Perfect Circle. Okay. He owns the Arizona Plus Cardinals. Well, he doesn't. Really? Like the Bidwells. He might. <laughs> so. Well, he's into jiu-jitsu now. There it is. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard last night we got a peak bag milk 
Drunken wander story? Yeah, I wander. <laughs> Twice you wandered. Yeah, I wander. You wandered once for like, you were gone for 20 minutes, and the last time you were gone for like an hour. And you said you were like three blocks away from, you left the building, you were like three blocks away, and then you realized you thought we had all left together. Yeah. Well, because the first time I went to wander, because I was like, I was jealous of your hoodie. Ah. So I'm like, I'm going to go check out the merch. And then I wandered to go get the merch. Line was crazy. I'm like, nope, not happening. Not standing in the line. And then the second time, <laughs> I thought you guys left. And here's what I did, John. We had never moved. I hadn't been in one of these boxes before, and I thought I had a bathroom in it. And so everybody was sitting at the table, and it was all dark in the suite because the concert was going. And I went into the closet thinking it was a bathroom. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even drunk. And, and he saw it through. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I shit right in the corner. This whole, this whole closet's a urinal. But like, so then I came back you guys out. weren't in Uncle Carrie's normal seats? No, no, we're in a, you got a box. I had to play it off, though, Chalmers. I had to play it off like I was getting a jacket out of the closet. I'm like, oh, man, there it is. Like, I'm an American jacket already. Like, we're This totally isn't a bathroom. How many people do you think? I guarantee people have peed in there. Guaranteed. Oh, for oh, sure. For sure. For sure. I'm surprised. During really concerts, it is so dark in the back of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ties into my next segment. Uh, we're going to do strangest spots you've pissed. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my wife's bottom drawer. Of her <laughs> pause. <laughs> that was, that's a generous guy. <laughs> Not a good one. I literally, yeah, was in the closet. We had a buddy. Oh, the we had a buddy. He, no, well, yeah, yeah, he passed out, and then he got up and sees a sleepwalker. Slept onto his parents' bedroom and pissed on the nightstand beside. beside yeah, but they the had bed. a garbage can then, with a plastic bag a, next to it, and so when he veered to the left, he hit the plastic bag, and uh, that's what woke up his mom. That was the sound of the piss hitting the bag, and it woke up. I remember I was driving to school, and he's like. Can I move in with you, man? <laughs> I'm like, why? He's like, well, I pissed my parents' nightstand last night. And I think they kicked me out, even though he's not talked to them. He's just like, he did it. He like was so embarrassed. He like left the house, yeah. did not touch base with them. And he's like, so I guess I got to find a place to live. <laughs> also the same guy who's connected to the Husky story. I that I was just going to say said. that, but we're not going to say that. But yes, this guy's got some bathroom stories. He's a sleepwalker. I've woken up. I, I, I shared a room with him once, and I woke up to him walking, uh, trying to walk through the door, and then would take a step back, and then try to walk through the door and take a step back. It was the creepiest thing ever. In a hotel, right? Uh, no, at a buddy's house. Oh, I've done that in hotels, like where you wake up. You, I've literally woken up standing there and being like in front of the closet, thinking I was at the bathroom, but I wasn't. And I was just, I didn't know where I was. Holy, because it's pitch black. You don't know where the light switches uh, are, nothing. So you're just in like no man's land. You're did like, I wake up blind again? Yeah. You're like walking around with your hands wide out. This same to figure out where man. the hell you are. No, all right, this same buddy, this guy is fucking an epic sleepwalker. He's on oh, the road. God. He's on the road at a conference. And he walks out, he sleepwalks out of his hotel room and walks himself out. But still doesn't. But he has to pee. He's trying. He's going to trying to go pee. But he walked out of his hotel room. So he walked out of it naked. Yeah. Into the stairwell. And it, well, that he ended up there, and then went to proceed it and pee, found a bowl in like a janitor's closet and peed in it. Yeah. And then was like, now that then that and that's where he came to. And he's like, what do I do now? I'm naked. And he's on, he's like three floors below where his room is. So he doesn't know that. He thinks he's trying to go to his is room. It a janitor's closet. 
He was in a janitor's closet. Yeah, so he peed in the bowl. Bags. But he went three floors down to get to that janitor's closet, buck naked from his room. So then he goes and then comes to, because he comes out of his sleepwalkingness, and he's he goes to the staircase, and he's like, well, what do I do? So he just nuts up, and like it's literally, and well, the, okay, wait. goes and gets on the phone and calls security, and gets security meets him naked and they escort him to his room I'm and let him in have towels in the gym i'd be like i'm a male oh, there might have been he might have found he might have found a towel to like kind of yeah. hide his 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 business it's epic if you know you sleepwalk and you're in a hotel maybe don't sleep naked just saying yeah wear your jeans to bed yeah take, take Je- your room key to your shoulder the classic jean sleep yeah. Ugh. Duct tape your room key to your hand at all times. <laughs> yes. Room key in the prison wallet <laughs> every night. Oh. <laughs> I know one place you can always keep a spare. Somehow lock yourself into your hotel room. He's got a second story, and I can't remember the details. It's uh, more recent, but anyways. No, that's going to be very unnerving. Recent one. Oh, is it? Oh, That is the most recent one. Well, then, he's got, then he's got two. I might have just combined two stories into one then. It's hmm. very epic. Wondering what you'll get up to while you're asleep. Like that's yeah. Good for you. yeah that's I'm very happy I don't sleepwalk. I used to sleepwalk when I was a kid and it used to freak me out because I would wander around our house and turn all the lights on. That was the thing that I used to do. That's good fun. Thankfully, I grew out of it, but I was always paranoid about sleepwalking. I've never sleptwalked, but my son sleptwalked the other, about a week and a half ago. And I, there's that myth that people say that don't wake up a sleepwalker. It could be bad. Yeah. If you encounter a sleepwalker, you don't really think of that because you don't know that they're sleeping. <laughs> Right? Like, you can't tell. Aren't their eyes shut? No. That's the worst part. Yeah. Not really. They're moving. What the fuck? Well, they're no. not just, right? Because they're not just guessing they're where they're walking. Corners. Not really, man. They're, his eyes were fully awake. I went to bed. It was like 11 o'clock, and he came into our bedroom, and I was just half asleep. So I, I looked up. I'm like, hey, buddy, what's up? And he's like, can I go to bed now? And I'm like, what? And then my wife wakes <laughs> up and looks at him, and I'm like, oh, my God. She's going to think that I like didn't put these kids to bed or something. And... I'm like, yeah, of course you can go to bed. And so we start walking up the stairs and he starts walking in the kitchen and his eyes are fully open, but he's not making any sense, like yeah. no sense. Yeah. And um, and at that moment, I just didn't think about it. And I just like, was like, hey man, wake up. Like, wait, like buddy, wake up. Like understand what you're doing. And then it clued into me. Don't wake up a sleepwalker. I don't think that's a thing. If it's a true sleepwalker, maybe. But like in this situation, I believe that he like snapped too. But I don't understand. Like they say, they get dangerous or something. Good. I this kind of unrelated. But I have a buddy. His now wife is a very bad sleep talker. Oh, that's me. Ooh, yeah. I drink. So there was one night they'd kind of like just moved in together, and he goes, "I kind of like roll over right here talking." I look, she's l- sitting straight up in the bed. They just moved into this house, and she goes, "There's someone in here." Oh my god! And he like freaks the fuck out, and like hit a bat under the bed or whatever. So he's like, "I get up and I grab the bat." And then she just goes back to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. You've always said you're a sleep talker, but we've shared rooms. It's you, you must be a heavy sleeper. Oh. I literally slept talk last. Have you uh, heard it? After the home opener. I went home. I had a few drinks. I, I, I went to bed and, and I wake up and I was like, holy shit. Between you and Crawford last <laughs> night, you yelling <laughs> out of the top of your lungs and waking up Crawford and have her yelling. I had a night. Where were you scary, yelling? The scariest. I, I, I was. Sometimes I say words. Sometimes I just yell. One of the scariest experiences I've ever had: waking up in the middle of the night to somebody sleep talking or sleep walking or sleep doing anything was with Jer, and it was our friend had a condo, and if you can picture a double sliding door, 
We made a bedroom. We basically this. put a mattress. It's like a pantry in that. kind. It was of, like right? a pantry. It was wide, so you could put a mattress in there, so we could sleep more people. Because we always used to crash there, and I woke up to some yelling, and I slid open the door, and I looked at Jr. And he was laying in the bed, holding the back wall up. And he's like, it's falling. I can't keep it from falling. And I was like, what are you doing? What's falling? And he's like, it's falling. You got to help. It's falling. And I panicked. And I was like, okay, man. Okay. And I like put my hand on the wall. And I like look at him. I'm like, what are we doing? And I had no idea what was happening. And he looked at me and calmly was just like, Thanks, man. I went back to sleep. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning, and he, at the time, was working at Safeway. And he was dreaming that the shelf... No, it was falling down. It was falling on him. And he was trying to hold it up. And I was like... That's my greatest fear, working the Papa Chip I laid in bed after he went back to sleep. I laid there and was like, wide-eyed to the ceiling, being like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I was so scared. and he Because he was like... You know when you shriek? When somebody's yelling, it's like... yeah. But when they have like a shriek in their voice of actual terror, you kind of get like... Them dream the, cans were about to fall. It was uh, insane. Fuck around. Tyler, have you heard Jay talk? Well, I was going to say, BM, I feel like you and I haven't because we're usually hammered when we sleep in the same room. Wow, well, that is true. That's that's like... like I'm hey, When I'm time. drunk, Maybe I'm in Seattle. out. Maybe. Do you know what? To this day, Jr. count on one hand and it's a closed fist how many times we've shared a room together. And it is for a reason. Oh, we haven't shared a room? Never. Because I I can't deal with you anymore. It's too much. The snoring. We probably have. When you came into our room one night, probably because somebody else had passed out another one. Anyways. Yeah. That's a long time to talk about sleep stuff. Yeah. But it's crazy. Tool concert, man. Tool concert. Great time. Can't imagine you had a good sleep after a tool concert. Oh, I was why I told you. It was... uh, yeah, it was a tough night. Was it nice being ring. in Roger's place when something good was happening? I was, it was good to experience some joy I think we all made place. that joke. <laughs> oh, did you <laughs> yeah, last I think night? So. Yeah, okay, just, good. Yeah. Okay, let's get into uh, some Oilers talk then. Today it is brought to you by DoorDash, the big dish on what's going on with the Oilers. Our Canadian listeners for a limited time can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. Download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25, all caps in that one. Let DoorDash be your holiday hack. Um, ding dong. Oilers, yeah, ding dong. The Oilers still only have one win. Not ideal. Really? Yep. Uh, yeah, we were talking <laughs> about this on Own Every Day. Uh, I still don't know what to feel. It's a weird feeling. Not great. It's a, it's, it's. It's an uncommon feeling to have expectations as high coming off of a season that was successful yep. in my mind to then. And I know it's only, what is it? One, five and one, one, four and one, one, four and one, six games, not the end of the world, but there's no, like, there's no bright light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Unless we know that Connor's coming back for Sunday. Skated today. Skated today. He's playing. I think you were right. Has Last some show, I think you were right. Moves after the game, he was very cryptic today. What he was, nice. Post-gate. Did the moves that they made in the off season make this team worse? There was one move they made. Exactly. Did it make it worse? Yeah, so this from Daniel Nugent Bowman. Sounds like Oilers captain Connor McDavid skated on his own this morning. No update from Jay Woodcroft about his status for Sunday's Heritage Classic. The coach said he'd have an update after tonight's game. You're not doing. You're not telling everyone you have an update after tonight's game. If 
A, either Connor McDavid's playing tonight and they're not telling us. Shut down for the season. Why would you even say that? That's a terrible thing to say. As I'm trying to <laughs> but you be don't, the opposite right now. I know, but the point is, if you're Woodgrove, you don't come out and be like, I'll have an update after the game tonight if the update is terrible news. You just get that out of the way this morning. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you. And he wouldn't skate today. That's also why yeah. I said it. It's obvious that's not the case. So we look at the wild game. Clearly, fine for 40 minutes. Frenzy, every team for how plays? long? 40 minutes. I you think. thought the Oilers played good in the second period. Actually, I take we that We were back. getting caved. I take that back. Jack Campbell played well in the yes. second period. <laughs> every team plays. We are in the lead for worst loss of the night. Um, two, seven, four losses that night. And... I look at it and I try to look at positives. So let's do the thing that we don't normally do. Let's look at a positive. What are some positives that came out of the Minnesota game? Uh, Kane, feisty. Yeah. Gordy Howe Hattrick, you'd love to see it. Yeah, love Kane, to see it. Yeah, it was Kane activated a little Fogel, bit. Fogel playing, making the Contract most of his minutes. Fogel is elite. Moving. Making the most of his minutes. But it's wild though. Why did he only play 1338? It didn't make any sense to me. Maybe that's all you. Maybe if you do that, you get two goals. Maybe. Yanmark number thirteen. Yanmark looked good, man. Used to, but no, it got he. Yanmark looked good. I'm not saying like I'm happy he's on the first line, but like he was fine. He's not the reason why we lost that hockey. When game. you see the line combos for tonight's game, what's the first reaction you have? I see Evan Bouchard properly slotted in the lineup. Uh, but you said you were going to talk about pairing for sure. <laughs> I'm nervous about Broberg getting bumped up top four. I don't know if I am. Just, connection. just because it can't Swedish be much Bears. worse. Well, that is fair. I think when they let five goals in the third period, that was when it went bad. That is that's well, true. The Oilers scored four goals and needed four more if they wanted to win that hockey game. Not great. And then I think when they set like a 300-year NHL record for three too-many-men penalties in one game. Look, what are you doing? LA had two last season. What are you doing? How does that happen? But the worst Three part times. about it is, is there was a couple close calls as well. I said that on one every day. I was like, they actually could have easily had five or six. Like, they should have just let it fly. Should've if the name of the game is who can get the most too many men penalties, <laughs> we'd go. Well, there's one. Yep. We're undefeated. undefeated. Um, That's not the purpose of hockey. You get to no. score the most goals. Did you find yourself tuning into the baseball game more than the hockey game? Then? Yeah. I was demoralized. Like I just I was watching that game when they gave up the two goals in the third. I was like, well, they're not coming back. Nope. We're good. I did a B cast that night and there was eight hundred live viewers watching Whoa. the first probably ten minutes. People were mad. Wow. Mad. People weren't happy. By the way, Tyler said, Go do a B cast. I'll jump on with you like old times. And then you fell asleep. And then I fell asleep in bed, yeah. Did you sleepwalk? I do <laughs> like the idea of pulling your goalie super early. Me too. I really Literally think, or metaphorically? Mm, how early? First period? We should have probably done it at like the four-minute mark. Of the first? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Get it out of the way early? Get it out of the way early. When we had the lead? That's a smart coaching play. Get the lead, pull your goalie, and make your guys defend. Yeah. yeah. Leave the goalie over five minutes, then you put the goalie back in, and then they're so relieved to have a goalie again, they won't be scored on the remainder of the night. I... I have something that I think was viewed as controversial when I gave this take. I don't think we're being hard enough on the goalies of the Oilers. And I have the numbers to back it up, or I had the numbers the other day on the show. The Oilers have a 620 high danger save percentage. Dead last in the NHL. Second worst in the NHL is a 720. Wow. They are a full point back of second worst. There are only six teams in the league who have a 5-on-5 high danger save percentage below 800. 
The Oilers are almost below 600. And I know everyone loves to be like, well, they're giving up too many good chances. And I said, I feel like that's like a trauma reflex from Oilers fans because we haven't (laughs) had an elite goalie in like 30 years. Yeah, but like like, that Minnesota game just to isolate to one game, I don't care who was in that. Gump Worsley but then, kept this but in. then you watch and like Philip Gustafson is stopping guys on breakaways and stopping Fogel well, and Yanmark on breakaway. I know, well, but still. There are two worst breakaway guys. Is I there, know. Is there any merit to this philosophy of we've harped on our goalie situation for so long and then seemingly in the middle of the year last year, we were like, okay, Skinner's number one. Yep. We've got one. It felt good to have that. It felt good to not mm-hmm. bitch about the goalies so much anymore that now that we're back in a position where we have two goalies that can be number ones and we don't, we don't want to regress back to that feeling. I think so. The Oilers have the sixth best scoring chances against per 60 in the NHL. Sixth best at preventing scoring chances against a five on five. Wow. And yet we're getting which I up. which I struggle believing because I you, watch the game. I know, but and I think it's just I do think they aren't that good at it. I think the numbers are a little skewed, but I also think it's because, again, we're watching the games from an Euler perspective where when you flip it the other way and you're like, wow, the Oilers are playing really good, like in that first period against Vancouver in the home game when they came out just guns blazing. Vancouver was turning over pucks everywhere. They could not break out of their zone. They could not keep possession in the Oilers' zone. They were flat out bad, but we view it as, hey, look, the Oilers are finally playing good, right? And last night, I'm sure the Minnesota Wild and their fans are sitting there going, pfft, our top line, that, that's our top line. They just ran their show. What were the Oilers going to do, right? I just think the Oilers goalies could bail them out a little bit more. Other teams' goalies bail them out consistently. Connor Hellebuck gave up two goals early and then was like, oh, yeah, shit, I'm the best, and shut them down for the final 40. Think we could trade Jack Campbell for Connor Hellebuck? If you ask nice enough. Hmm. Is that all it takes? Yeah. Anyways, that's just kind of my two cents on it. I agree Bouchard has been junk. I agree pretty much the entire blue line, except for Darnell Nurse, has been junk this year. Nurse-CC pairing has been the best by far. It's been fine, yeah. It's crazy. You can actually build off of that, but we just aren't. You know what isn't being pointed to is one of the reasons the others are off to a slow start? The very low count of Reed Schaefer's in the lineup. True. (laughs) He would know what to do, Tyler. Mm -hmm. He'd put the team on his back. He'd make a few key saves just to chip in. Team guy. Reed Schaefer, Reed Schaefer, pointless in four American League games this year. Minus what? one. Johnny stats. What those <laughs> don't tell you, those zeros. How red his hair is. happy face. Uh, mm-hmm. He is playing great. And they don't have a television deal, so we can't see him under any circumstances. <laughs> but if the National Predators AHL team did, where are they playing? Uh, Milwaukee. Fantastic. I want to go to Milwaukee. Why? Giannis just got paid. I just I feel like it'd be a cool city. It's I like I, I like, like to go to the, a Brewers game. Yeah, go down the slide. Yeah, yeah. Reed Shaver. Mm-hmm. Bet you he's bet you he's at a ton of Brewers games. Maybe. Bet you Reed Shaver's a buck season ticket holder. That's what he did with his signing bonus. Oh yeah, his, I'm getting bucks tickets. Yeah. Texting the coach, hey, can't come tonight. I'm, there's a big Bucks game. Big Bucks game. Bucks are hosting it. LeBron. I don't Basketball want to miss it. Always has such fun stories. Like you see the James Harden thing where he showed up to the team plane to go on their road trip, and they're just like, nope, you're not allowed on the plane. That Giannis guy with the big long name with an A just signed like a three year deal of like 168 million bucks and yep. says in his press conference, I don't even know how much I signed for. Yeah, but the best, the best ever when they asked him about his contract negotiations, he goes, I don't even think about it. I don't care about money. I only care about big money. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, Giannis. He's so cute. His brother um, plays in the team too, right? Yeah. No, I think all three of them are in the league now. 
All there's three. A third one? I think there's three Antetokounmpo's, yeah. Say the last name again? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Okay. Um, anyways, I don't want to bury what Bagnoak brought up. The James Harden thing is objectively hilarious. Why like, didn't they let him on the on the plane? Maybe because he went to a club and hired the bottle service girls to hold up light up signs that say Daryl Morey's a liar. Or at his basketball camp with kids and a bunch of media around, he said, quote, Daryl Morey is a liar. I will never play for a team that he's a part of. And then stopped and said, let me say it again and repeated <laughs> the same sentence. That might be why Daryl Morey doesn't want him on the team. At the same time. <laughs> They told him to report to the team, and he did. Yeah. And then he reports to the plane, and then they're like, you can't be here. Like, they're fucking with Probably because they're trying to, like, find a way to cancel what his contract. What are they saying that Daryl Morey lied about? That he's he would trade. Yeah, he's going to trade him for the season, and then he didn't trade him. So James Harden's like, all right, fuck you. I don't know why anybody would want to trade for James Harden. Frank. God, man. He's the just, Knicks will trade for him. I heard that he, he wants, he's, he's pushing for a trade to the Clippers, apparently. Yeah. Which is so funny in the NBA that you can be like, I'm not playing. You're a liar. I want to trade, but only to one other team. And the GM's like, Dah. And the Clippers are like, we'll do this. He won't do this again. Yeah, surely he won't do this <laughs> no, to us. This is one it's been, but you get like one year out of him. Oh, you get that great year. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then 45 points up. a game. Like, it's insane. Then your owner's a liar. Mm-hmm. GM. GM. Can you liar. imagine? Owner. Can you imagine Leon Drysdale? Some comes out. Ken Holland, you're a liar. Ken Holland's a liar, and you're like, ah, it's probably easy. like that will never happen in the angel. It's kind of shit. Or a player shows up, and the team's like, mm-mm, not allowed. Not in the plane. Yeah. I've never heard of that happening before. It is crazy. Although the Shane Pinto thing is pretty juicy by NHL standards. All you yeah, got to do so- to get rid of him, by the way, is just start up a gambling account in his name. Yeah. Hames Jarden. Yeah. So I have seen a lot of things um, On these about streets? Pinto. Today, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know the player and I don't know the story, so break it down for me. Shane Pinto was not playing yet this he year. He won the Hobie Baker over Dylan Holloway, despite our best efforts we did to try. sway the vote. We did. Yeah. We uh, registered on mass to go to those schools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, so he's uh, scored 20 goals last year. Young centerman, very, very good player. First round pick. He was not playing right now because he's an RFA and the Sens don't have cap space to sign him. Okay. He wants X amount of dollars. They can't afford it. They, they're basically in the same cap spot as the Oilers. Um, today, he was suspended 41 games for, quote, activities relating to sports wagering. In the NHL's release, it said the league's investigation found no evidence that Pinto made any wagers on NHL games. Um, so that's why I'm confused. That's like, what's mind-blowing to me. he didn't bet on NHL games, what the problem is? What's the deal? You don't think he was betting on the HL, do you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> National Predators farm team? A young... <laughs> New player came from Edmonton. I do like to do the all oily parlay where you do a Bakersfield Condors Oilers win parlay. Maybe he was doing that. He's betting on the Belleville Bulls of the American Hockey League. But it is weird. Belleville Bulls. That's how it sounded. Okay. (laughs) 41 games is like one of the biggest suspensions in NHL history. And if he didn't bet on NHL games, also the convenience of like the Ottawa Senators just kind of got to get out of jail free cap card here. This is chestnut checkers cap circumvention. So let's break down. Because Chalmers, this is, I got to okay. tell you what happens Sorry. now. They're now saying, because they were, they were trying to work, they were still, they had a, basically a deal in place. Yeah. For him, once they can unlock the cap space, and it would what, have been two and a half or three. They had to million, trade like, Matthew Joseph, then they could sign him. Right? It was going to be like two and a half, three million. Okay. Now, what happens is because of what this happening, he probably has to go and sign his qualifying offer, which is eight hundred and seventy-four grand. Is this the hardest nose negotiation of all time? This is like, and so now the all of a sudden, owners like I, do it. with the forty-one games, like he just 
fits. Don't have to sacrifice anything. Like, there's a storyline. And there. from his perspective, it's going to be like, okay, so no matter what I sign, I'm losing half of it. And I can't come back till halfway through the year. Also, the NHL just making up rules on the fly. Usually, if you are suspended, your clock, the suspension clock doesn't start until you are on an NHL roster. And the NHL now is saying they're going to retroactively start his suspension on October 1 and let it run 41 games, even though he's not on a roster, so that the Ottawa Senators get 41 games to figure out their cap situation, and then they can bring back Shane Pinto. But if It's he, weird. But if by signing the QO, haven't they? But he still would have to be on their roster and count towards their cap, and they can't afford that yet. But they can send some guy down for that 775. But they're in the same spot as the Oilers, where they only have 12 forward 7D, so they cannot, or they'd be playing short some nights. Hmm. You so guys want to know what I heard? Yeah. I heard both the Oilers goalies are betting on sports. Ooh. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> NHL, please reach out to me. They're betting together. Not on NHL games. And they keep rolling uh, over the over. On their goals against yeah, on themselves. against their goals against it. I, yeah. I think we found a way out of our dilemma. So yeah, the, check. There's the a big over bet. suspension for gambling. The first one in NHL history. First one in NHL history. Yeah. If we go back in history and we think about a full year for... There's two players in the NFL that have been suspended recently for gambling. Jamison Williams. Got six. And Calvin Ridley. Jamison Williams got six. Calvin Ridley got a full year. And that guy on the Colts got a bunch too. Um, yes. Because there was a whole onslaught of like six guys who got it. But anyways, yeah, keep going. But they all were deemed to have bet on the sport they play. Yep. You're telling me right now that he got a 41-game suspension and the NHL saying not because he gambled on the NHL, but the, be just because he gambled. They're like not even saying he gambled. Like it's very like loose language and vague. And what's weird about this, Pinto's not appealing it. So like why I whatever happened, I don't know. Sounds like a plea bargain. It sounds like this was like a some sort of a, well they did say worse. I have no idea. But like again, like, hey, we'll call a gambling. This. He's but calling it sports betting, but he's actually running like a cockfighting ring out of a house somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Shane's gambling. Ah, what's he betting on baseball games? Maybe he had a line on the Phillies. Uh, no, sorry. We meant to say he's running a cock riding ring out of his apartment he's in got $8 Canada. $8 million worth of plutonium underneath his mm -hmm. house. Yes. Anyways, it's really weird. That is a big, big suspension. But I also understand why the NHL did it because this feels like maybe a bit of a scare That's tactic. Tone, right? Yeah, right? Like any well, other like, player, if you're thinking of it, don't. Vander Kane had gambling things going on. They investigated him and cleared him. Casino. Oh, but he so know he had into casino. Remember when his ex yeah, wife? She said he was betting on sharks. Yeah, so that's why they investigated it. But Matt Larkin was explaining to me that the NHL hires like a firm out of England who like scrapes data and does all this stuff to like make sure Cambridge Analytica. Yeah, right. It's just one guy sitting in a room. Like, did he do it? Yeah. <laughs> did he do it? All righty. No. no. <laughs> Show no. me a picture. He did it. <laughs> Thompson and Thompson. Thompson with a P and Thompson without a P. We scraped data. Do you? No. He did it. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Guilty. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's... no fine. Betting on sports, no fine. Betting on your own sport, bad. Betting on other sports, also bad. Appearing in a betting ad, good. Betting using the betting ad app, bad. Also hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand where the lines to be drawn. There's a lot of... Every single... Like it's going to take a while for the sports leagues to get this sorted and get it right. Every second commercial. Just don't, you can't bet on the sport you're playing. That's just the rule. Yeah, that, that should be the rule. Zachary Quinto didn't, and he got 41 games. He didn't, yeah. 
So what are we doing? I don't you know. You can't bet even if you don't bet on your own. So he for have not a contract. So and the worst part about it is he's probably doing eight leg parlays. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't have a contract, trying to get a little bit of money in. Yeah. So a job you don't have. <laughs> yeah. Is suspending you yeah. for betting on a sport that wasn't your own. Yeah. For a sport you're not allowed to play. You're not playing it right now. He's told you to in yeah. an ad on TV. He's sitting there watching his Sens game, and it's like, use the promo code Sens for a free two hundred dollar bet. He's All like, right. son of a bitch, that's that's free money. I don't play hockey currently. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an accountant or anything, but I know that's free money. Yeah. Do I work in the NHL? No. Oh boy. Yeah, calls his agent. Yeah. Hey, I'm not like in the NHL anymore, right? No, you're not. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. It just seems odd. The whole thing's strange. He should go play in Europe for half <laughs> season. Leaked text between him and Brady Kachuk. Like, hey, man, I hope you have a How really good game tonight. How many do you think percentage of NHLers are like, oh, shit, and just like got rid of their betting apps, got rid of their accounts? I, I'm sure there's probably a few. Oh, yeah, no, it has gotta to be. be. It has to be more than a couple. Let's guess who's guilty of crimes that haven't been convicted of. It's yeah, I like that. Roster by roster. Yep. Yeah, let's just start with the... <laughs> you start name the players and I'll tell you if they're guilty. Who right. seems like a real gambler? Uh, you know what? Maybe we don't do this. <laughs> Maybe this isn't great for the pod. Um, you know what we let's are going to do, though? on which NHL players have committed what crimes. Yeah, hey, now we're talking. Yes. That's a bad segue. Is that Cassian announced his retirement? Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Cassian announced his yeah. retirement today. Sam Gagne outlasted Have them. you ever been more... Um, Happy for a player to finally not put their body slash head through the things that they were doing. Zach Cassian, every time I thought about him, I thought about the mental struggles he's gone through, regardless of the concussions he's had. Oh, that side of it. Okay, sure. Now he's had concussions, and he continues to play the sport in a way where he's not scoring goals. He's getting punched in the head, or he's getting hit very hard. And every time I saw that, I thought... Dude, there's not very many times I think of an athlete and say, it's time to sit down. And for him to finally understand that, retire, just go do something Did he else, have concussion man. issues? I don't think he did. I don't think he did, Charles. Are you nuts? Maybe. He didn't have concussion issues? How many times did he get knocked out? Yeah, there was his... like a couple of times where the lights went out. Yeah. you telling me that's really? not concussion issues? Yeah, and his last did year with the Oilers. Did you get out before. your M check to your M check? Oh. I like Should not, we play that game where we figure out what uh, no, arena we're in again? I lose sleep over or that. what day that is? <laughs> uh, uh, not, like in fights he was getting hit? Yeah, you got popped a couple of times where like lights out. Lights oh, wow. out. and like. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always thought that was Juju. I thought it was well like, documented. Factory reset lights out. Yeah. I didn't like Zach Cassian because he busted up Sam Gagne. And then when he came here, we all had to cheer for him. Mm. Bullshit. And we give him that contract. A guy who has talked about his addiction problems, like mental health for him, he gets punched in the head on the regular. It's yeah. time to just like hang it up. Take your money. You made just whatever, 15 million in your career. Something million. else to do. 23 million career earnings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good, dude. Go live in Arizona and chill. Yeah. So I was, when I saw that, I was happy. It was like, you're just, you're not going to try to hang around in the A. What I hope he doesn't do is. Go do ice wars or something at the River Cree where he no. just fights. They he still made, do that? He made 23 million bucks. Oh, I know, but there was guys that made money that still did it. Uh, link Gates. Yeah, <laughs> the missing link. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick break and then get to a segment. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. <laughs> Chalmers has come prepared with a segment, everybody. All right, Chalmers brought- said not to interrupt this, okay? Okay, but it's brought to you by no, Century. Brought to you by Century Mile Racetrack and Casino Races every Friday and Saturday at Century Mile. Head down, couple spins, couple races, couple spins, couple races, buffet, couple races, boom, there's your Friday nice night. little roast beef. Delicious. Yep, shout at Century Mile. Chalmers, tell us more. So that you don't get interrupted <laughs> until you motion to bag milk and he hits one of the buttons with a comical noise and you get to choose. We won't talk until we hear the noise. Do you have, like, anybody yelling 100? It's getting hot in here. It's good enough. It's good enough. You have the floor. You'll know when I'm done. Okay, so we have talked about doing segments. Keeping 100 is one that I think about. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? I didn't even hear you. Time's up. So we've talked about it, and I decided that I'm going to do a Keeping It 100 every Thursday. And you've prepped. Something prepared. Okay, so in my life, there's a lot of things that couples can do in a marriage to ensure its success. <laughs> All right, <laughs> husbands come, come empty the dishwasher. Sure. Wife, could you spend less money on Amazon and stop having those boxes show up all the time? Sure. Husband, my family's come to stay with us over Christmas. All six of them. Sure. Put the toilet seat down. She says, "Okay." Wife, leave me alone. I want to watch football on Sundays. Okay. All of those things you do with your wife to keep the marriage. There's one thing that me and my wife do that keep our marriage the happiest it can possibly be. And I'm keeping you 100. Don't interrupt it. I knew you. See, I told you there's going to be areas you could interrupt it. Don't interrupt it. Of all the things that me and my wife do to keep our marriage the happiest it could possibly be, I am keeping it 100 and saying that only one has been the most important decision we have ever made. And this one thing, in fact, will be the reason that we stay together forever. <laughs> Separate duvets in our bedroom. <laughs> this one act alone allows us the freedom of movement in what is supposed to be the most comfortable place on earth for a human to do the most important thing they have to do each day. And that is get some sleep. I knew you were going to do that. How do I know this has made a difference? 
Because every so often we go on a vacation and due to the lack of resources being an extra blanket or an extra duvet, we have to share a blanket. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, I don't get the freedom to put it in between my legs, around my backside. Every movement I make wakes her up. Every movement she makes, she wakes, uh, every movement she makes wakes me up. And when I go to grab some extra covers that I so dearly need to be comfortable, they're not there. It's tight. She's using them. Okay. Back in the day, Randy Duvet decided (laughs) it was necessary for the connection of couples to share a blanket. Keep you closer together, he said. Create a bond, he said. Easier to make the bed, he said. (laughs) And like lambs to the slaughter, people followed. I am here to say nay, not today. I will not follow. Fuck you, Duvet. I will not follow, but I will lead. And if you are listening to this right now and you are skeptical tonight, just try it. Grab an extra duvet, say to your husband or wife, let's do this for one night. Tomorrow morning, when you wake up, you will go into the bathroom and you will look at yourself in the mirror and you will say today is the beginning of the rest of my life. I will now forever keep it 100. Wow. Randy Duvet. I like to picture you wrapped up like a little burrito. Buddy, it's the best. Okay, so I do this thing. We're like, if I sleep on my left. Are they matching blankets or are they different colors? Like, I've Different got colors. She has her thing. I have mine. I like the blanket inside the duvet. I take the duvet off. It gets in the way. Sometimes it bunches up in one corner. It's just too much. Okay? All right. I like to keep it simple. I have my one blanket. And what I do is when I roll over, I put some of it in between my legs because I hate when my legs touch when I'm sleeping on my side. Good for your hips and knees. I grab the back corner of my blanket on the other side and I wrap it around, put it underneath my arm, and now I am fully cocooned. Do you guys not use sheets? Or like... We don't have sheets. No, no, no. We just... We don't have a chop sheet. No. I don't do that either. No, you're just direct to blanket? We're just direct to blanket. We're on a sheet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, on the sheet. And then we have our big blanket. I have four pillows, which I have in rotation. She has two. Four? Four. So this is how I do it. One pillow lays flat on the bed as a normal pillow does. One pillow is in an L on whatever side I am sleeping. So I will kind of hold it. The third pillow will be in another L behind me. (laughs) Why don't you just hold your wife? Caressing. Because she's a furnace, man. Do you think I want a cold heating blanket all night? No. It will make me sweat. (laughs) Sweating leads to itching. Itching leads to uncomfortable. (laughs) Uncomfortable leads to no sleep. I'm going to try this because me missus is a blanket stealer. You want to write? I often get cold. Yes. Yes. Guys, fourth pillow. You know what I do with it? Go ahead. I put it in between the nightstand and the bed because the cold air from the open window cools it. If I wake up in the middle of the night and my pillow's too hot, I simply exchange it for the You're other one. You're running a system. It's a whole system. What? What? Wow. Okay. There's a lot going on here. I do more work you, sleeping than I do awake. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you right now, it is the single greatest thing one can do with their partner if you're a common law, if you're a marriage, it does not matter. Just try it. What if I like cuddling? Then you are a weirdo. Who okay. cuddles all night? Me? Nobody. Now I'm in a thruple and I sleep in a cabin without power. Can I still play this game? You can have your own duvet. My wife's you boyfriend do. hates doing this. My, wife, my wife's husband, Carl, hates this kind of talk. I sleep under the bed in a box. Can I play do you guys, okay, so you're laying, you're facing your yeah. wife, sleeping. Yeah. Your wife? My wife, your wife. I never did. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're this kind of podcast. If you're laying towards your partner and you're sleeping 
and you guys are sharing a blanket. Yeah. And there's that void in the middle where it's just open, yeah. right? It's like a tent. Yeah. And then you go and you roll over and you try to pull the blanket tight. Like, it goes but taut, it's tight. Like a trampoline. Now yeah. all of a sudden, not only are you not comfortable, but you've done gone and waking them up. <laughs> now so, you're both unhappy. So the way we do it, Amber sleeps straight back head up and I wrap my arms around her kind of like Aww. in a chokehold and then I and then what you do with the pillow I have my leg across and we sleep like have that have you ever and asked her if she likes that I personally don't care I sleep like a baby but can now now just do you like the feeling like cause I imagine she gives off heat like a normal person mm-hmm. but is she does she give off heat to the point where you like the heat on your body some people like it I like the cool of a cool pillow, of a, a blanket that's been untouched. So now I have a whole duvet cover. I use about half of it. I wake up in the middle of the night, kind of hot. You know what I do? Pull it over. Cold duvet right there. That Bold. in there. Bold. I want to know what happened for you to roll over and be like, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. You know what? I'm going to write something about this on the podcast. Last, you are either indignant or looking to share what knowledge you have gained with the world. Last it? night, it was 11.05 and I was mm-hmm. going to bed. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove to these guys that I can come up with a segment and I can keep to it. I can stick to it because I don't like the way that JR looks at me when we talk about this stuff. Laying so one bed, for one. He's going to tell all his bedroom maybe, secrets. Uh, what one am I going to keep time. it 100 with? And I looked over and I said, probably the greatest thing that's ever happened in my life. The greatest. Not your children. My children are, are fantastic. Have their own duvets. Are a benefactor <laughs> of the two duvet yeah. system. When they wake up, exactly. When they wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night and I have to get up, there's nothing more annoying. When you're sleeping, you do not want anything to curb or to disrupt that sleep. And I'm telling you, you get your own little zone. I sleep with my dog. How do I affect this? How, how get him his own duvet. Is, is the dog he- on the duvet? On your... Sometimes he's on, How sometimes often he do you under. pull it over and you want the covers that are underneath him and, and you kind of have to think like, ugh, now I'm going to make a concession Most here of the time he's like it. sleeping under the blankets with his head on a pillow. Which is great. Oh, like a human. Yeah, he's like a person. Yeah. That's Here's adorable. how I sleep here, M. Chuck. I get two hooks above the bed. Mm-hmm. I wear a backpack. Whoever's sleeping with me wears a backpack too. We hoist them on the hooks and we sleep standing up. We've got three, four feet between us. And you wake up in the morning. Ah! Are you dead? No, I sleep standing up. Good morning to you. If you are part of a horse, hey, you, the two debate crew, reach out to me. Tell me how great it is. Can you send us a picture? I just want to see. And if you have other marriage tips, to two percent, absolutely. She likes having the dog in the bed too. I kick him out before I come. (laughs) (laughs) That's too much. Before I come to bed, the dog. I kick the dog out. But I don't like that. You guys don't get like, if I know that the dog's been in the bed and on my covers, I will lay in bed and I will feel dog hair and itching on my face that isn't probably even there. Like, are you allergic to dogs? No, no. Just like I can feel like a hair. You know, when really you got hair, you're just like, I got to get rid of this hair. It's tickling my nose. That was exceptional. And I hope all of these segments are this good. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do it every Thursday. Yep. This is my... I can't wait to see how you follow this one up. Yeah. 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 Your I wrote like, this an hour ago. All of our bedroom secrets, Christopher? No. I think I, I, I can subscribe to this. Like I said, Mrs. You should try a, it. I'm, I'm just... You know what? I'm just... I'm just here to help. I'm not asking you... No, wait. I'm not making you a better person. I'm just asking if you want to be. I remember my grandparents <laughs> slept in separate rooms. 
My grandparents young man, too. young Wanya, I oh, said no, to them, no, why no, do you guys no. sleep in separate rooms? They've gone too far. Identical time, they went, we want to. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. My grandparents did the exact same thing, and just because we sleep better. Yeah. My but grandpa then, can still get the job done from across the hall, though. Maybe, you know. Maybe it's a byproduct of the fact that I am clearly the oldest person in this room right now. You're and your sleep entry? has become... Very much so, yes. Sleep has become a very important part of my mm. life. And it, as you it grow should, older, you become more it's very jaded important. about certain things and the way that you want them. Oh, I'm going to get worse? That's not encouraging. <laughs> Everybody Anyways. gets worse at the things. If you're passionate about something now, it's going to be 10 times when you uh, get married and you have kids. You got a king-size bed? Yep. California king? California. Yeah. So what no, size? shorties. It's six feet by six feet exactly. It's a perfect square? Yeah. Well, one. no, I think it's like 78 by 72. Because Cal- so like California Kings are just a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's actually six foot by six foot four. Okay. Six foot six. Cool. What are the size of the blankets? Are they king size blankets? Um, Mine's a queen and hers is a queen. How do you make the bed? We don't. Mm. Oh, I respect that. Yeah. Never what? make the bed? So, I never make okay, the bed. So this is, a, this is a thing. I don't ever. I do secrets. not force my sons to make the bed. My wife and I do not make our bed. David what about Dawkins when company's coming over? Every morning you'll have bed. a good day. Okay. We definitely make the bed when company's coming over. But like people don't go in our bedroom. And if they do, our bed's unmade. Like who cares? What's wrong with you? The rest of our house yeah. is nice. Like, like it's all <laughs> What's clean. wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? If you care that much, some, it's not me. The Navy SEAL guy I saw on TikTok said you yeah. make your bed. And then you've already won the beginning of the so, day. So yeah. I have seen these. My wife will send these to me where it's like, you have a 250% chance of a higher chance of being a millionaire when you're older if you make your kids make their beds. I don't and buy I that. Go, I don't buy that. You got to teach them how to bet on sports. Yeah. So you get rich kids. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, to wrap up the show, I want to take a look at what's going on tonight. The Oilers taking on the Rangers plus 110 dogs. Last podcast, we talked about how miserable my existence as a sports fan has been recently. Yes. You can parlay Oilers money line, Bills minus 10 at 3.92 to 1 on Betway. Come on. Bills this, are playing who? The Bucks. Okay, so. Tonight, Thursday night. So I thought about this minus one. Minus 10? I thought about this long and hard with the Bills. Okay. They came out of the gates 2 and 1. They had a really big win against a Miami Dolphins team that yep. they might, that should have been a lot closer, a 28 point win. Torched them. They, I feel like, got complacent and they started to do too much. And they've had three pretty bad losses in the last four games. Like, losses... They played, they played bad three weeks in a row, yeah. Yes. I believe that under the bright lights, this is the get-right week for the Bills. I, I've i seen it coming because... Give it to me, Charles. The Bucks, the Bucks have been playing out of their shoes, too. Mayfield, Front. Baker Mayfield is questionable for tonight. He, we don't know if he's out? starting. Mike Evans has been playing unbelievable. So I just don't think it's one of the, What did you say? He said nothing. Keep going, keep going, keep going. I believe it's one of those nights where the Bills come. I believe that by the third quarter, you're looking at this game, and it is a 28-3 to three type of game. Yes, Charles. That's my, that's my gut. I could be Voice wrong. Yeah. I dog's, hope I'm not. Dog's gone. Yeah, dog's gone. Job's done. Dog's gone. Job's done. You're talking dirty to me. I like it. Yep. Dogs gone. You see him Dogs vibrating done. over here? I am, because I need it so bad. I need a good sports night so bad. I've been miserable the last little bit. I'm Oilers going to, to the game. Tonight. Just God damn it. We yeah, have fully in our house become an Arizona Diamondbacks team. How could you not be? Well, we've. this is the first baseball game my kids have ever gone to. Was in Arizona. Yeah, there it is. That's all we I need. bought all Arizona, card, all Arizona Diamondbacks gear, so we have it. They are mm-hmm. now wearing it again. 
This team is the most lovable of teams. They are nobody's. Yeah. Like, well, when you look at this roster, yeah. I mean, Evan Longoria, yeah. didn't even know he was still in league. Lourdes Gurriel, like, from the Blue Jays, got to like him when he was there. Who is Ginkle? I don't know. Einhorn. Einhorn is Ginkle, and Corbin. Ginkle is Einhorn. But we Who's don't even Fingle? know this guy. Ginkle is a pitcher that is absolutely balls to the walls, nails, and if he was on any other team, he'd be a star, and he's not. Corbin Carroll's sick. I want to. You mentioned Evan Longoria. Yeah. yeah, of Desperate Housewives fame. Mm-hmm. Or is that Eva? Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. Have you seen that video when he's doing the interview and he catches the ball? And they're doing batting practice, and the and he just turns and, and yeah. oh my god! Did you see that's, that lady hey. in the baseball game wearing the Burger King crown and the <laughs> home oh. run fell right beside her face? She didn't even notice, dude. When you watch She's that, like right against the fence. When, when like you this, watch that video, and the home run goes clink, and she doesn't even blink. And the captain's like, does she even know she's in a baseball Didn't game? Didn't it look like she was protecting a kid from down there? Well, like, uh, yeah. Because when, 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 when the play goes up, there's like a kid. I swear to God, there's like a kid. A uh, you know that video's fake, right? Is it? Yeah. Is it really? The Longoria one? Dude, it's like all those fake videos. It's reporter? like all those, remember those NFL fantasy football ones where it's like, yeah. like, like Cluey from the Oh, Red it's Skins one of those. It was like a fantasy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a fakey. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, was oh, famous. wow. Yeah. Well, I guess. I, I was duped by it for the longest time. And then someone said it to me, and I felt like, yeah. Doesn't matter. He's Tyler, still cool. is everything good fake? fake? Oh, man. Yes. I, I, is I, it? Mm-hmm. Hey, if you don't think it's fake, it's still good to you. Texas Rangers have the opportunity to win their first ever. I actually have like World a, series if I could rattle off a quick baseball take on all this, this is the perfect World Series for diehard baseball fans of any team because it shows two things. If you're a fan of a small market team, it's like, you can do it. The Diamondbacks were dog shit a couple years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago, the Rangers lost 110 games yep. and the Diamondbacks lost 102. And two how did they later, do it? The Diamondbacks redid their organizational philosophy, got some prospects, got some arms, boom, they're back. Ninth lowest payroll in baseball. Texas went out and spent half a billion dollars on their middle infielders alone. Yeah. Went out and got Max Scherzer at the deadline. Did all this shit. Nobody wanted Garcia. Nobody. Yeah. Oh, Adolis. Yeah. Anybody that's, could have had this. But guy. they went out and, records. and the Rangers spent like crazy. So if you're a fan of the Toronto Blue Jays, who have a massive bazillionaire ownership group, there's your motivation right there. Go spend a ton of money. You can buy a World Series. And it Steve is possible. With the Mets can't get it done, even though he's flinging that's around. That's because he's a dummy. Yeah. What? They're just cursed. As I said, that's because he's a dummy. What do you do? Tell me. Well, just the players they sign are just ridiculous and terrible. The Mets are cursed. Didn't yeah. the Padres also spend a ton of money? Yep. The Padres have not. The Padres are becoming quickly the oldest team in sports not to have won a, a championship. Yeah. 1968. Also, have you heard the curse, or not the curse, the gift of the dead bird? Yes. The last time the Arizona Cardinal or Arizona Diamondbacks won a World Series, it was the year Randy Johnson killed that bird with a fastball. Earlier this year, a clip goes viral of Zach Gallen long tossing. And he hit a bird while he was long tossing and killed it. The gift of the dead bird. It's like the snakes Viking love dead birds. Sacrifice. Diamondbacks. Kind of kind of baseball's fun. Kind of wish the Diamondbacks had better uniforms. Not gonna lie. If they go back to their purples for the World like Series, snakes. Pretty lame gray uniforms with just the word Arizona on their chest. Pretty their homes are nice. Lame. The and then my, I said that to my son. He's like, the Phillies is same. It's kind of lame. And I'm like. They iconic pinstripes. That P is like iconic. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, we can wrap it up. Uh, World Series gets going on Friday, and our friends at Betway. Who's the? Who do you think's the favorite, Charles? On what? The World Series to win the World Series. Oh, the Rangers. 
Because mm, they, they have home field advantage. They get five at home. You see our boy Masters Mac three. lost mad cheddar. Did like he? Seven million riding. They are. 65 if they won the World Series. Yeah. yeah, three games. Three games in Texas. Next two go to... Um, no, it's 2-3-2. Two, 2-3-2. Three, two. Two, three, two. Oh, I thought it went 3-2-2. Two, two. I don't think so. Okay, well, still, Texas got yeah. home field advantage. Got to give them the favorite. Dimebacks are road dogs, though. That was Bruce, impressive. Bruce Anyways, Bochy. gets going tomorrow. Betway 19 plus, please play it responsibly. Bruce Bochy has the biggest head in professional sports. <laughs> Eight and a quarter is yeah, his I'll hat size. Paris Hilton's son's head. Okay. That thing is a bucket. All right, uh, that is a wrap on this week's edition of the Pod Heritage Classic Sunday. We didn't even talk about that, but we'll recap it all on Monday, I guess. Yeah. Frank Zervali's in town. Supposed uh, to be a nice day. Yeah. Yeah. Another banged up crew. Mm. Yeah, Monday, we're, I'll be hung over Monday with you, so. I don't know if I'm going to get after it on Sunday because, well, probably. I'm just, oh, shut I'm, up. Yeah, I'm going to. Come and join us pregame, postgame, Greta. Yep. So there is a bus coming to and or that can take you to and from Greta, but it is first come, first serve. So if you're one of the people who was at our season launch party and you won your way to the Heritage Classic with us, you're good. Everyone else, if you want to come, have some drinks, have some bite, a bite to eat at Greta before, play some games, and then you can hop on a bus. It'll take you to and from the game. And or just come and hang out with us before the game anyways yeah. and post-game. Yeah. And if you've been living inside Commonwealth Stadium since the elk season ended, avoiding security to get one free ticket, you're almost there. Mm-hmm. And based on hours. And based on the money you saved, actually kind of worth it. Yeah. All right, that's a wrap <laughs> on uh, this week's episode. See everybody Monday. Shots fired. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.